Hello, friends, and welcome back. I'm surprised people are still here, but they are, and they <laughs> like us, Mandy. They like us. This is the Find Your People podcast. I am Katie. And I'm Mandy. <laughs> we are having so much fun. Um, I wish y'all could see like the actual show notes that we post because <laughs> I go in there during the week and I'm like, okay, we're talking about that. Um, so this week is going to be so much fun. It's going to be a lot more baseball, which I'm here for. I'm loving it. I'm here for Mandy's story of the week. I'm here for little league, all the things. Something um, has happened on the Cubs game that I currently have. I know, and I've got what little league, and something lying down on the mound. Oh no! That's the guy hit by a comebacker. Ouch! Sorry. There's there's a conversation I think we need to have because I saw some clips about proper protection and why they aren't wearing it anymore as you know as much because there have been a lot of hits that should not have hurt as bad as they did lately <laughs> well i'm just saying listen all the protection they do have oh yeah the <laughs> the pitcher got hit in the thigh oh he's he gonna be all right he'll be all right, he'll be all right. Um, <laughs> i'm gonna talk about some auburn football stuff um the cemetery work that i do you'll see and then uh, Mandy this week is going to, of course, have our baseball talk. And then she's got her favorites. And I can't wait to hear about some of these. I'm very interested about a couple of them in particular. Um, so I'm I'm thrilled to have, um, to have that list. Um, I can't wait to hear about it. Um, my video is frozen in a very weird way. I don't know why it's been freezing today. It's okay. But it, okay nobody else is gonna see that so that's good so mandy tell us about your week what's going on oh just you know good times here in the wet sock in which i live um <laughs> we had a break we did have a break uh in the humidity a little bit and you know re can remind you why you choose to live on the surface of the sun mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so that that's good it renews your your will uh to to continue on but i'll tell you what there's a lot of, a lot of my friends have dropped their kids off at school um uh, which is exciting um uh, three yes. of my pledge sisters have kids at mercer which is so fun love that um, two of my other pledge sisters uh their sons are rooming together at old miss like from one's from Augusta, one's from Macon, but their moms are roommates and now they're roommates, which is so cute. I love that. I love it. Um, but all of that has led me to wonder. And listen, I I, I say this without judgment. This is a genuine a genuine question. At what point do we quit posting pictures of what our children are doing? Um, so you know. Uh, and not, i'll tell you let me let me give apparently you it's not 46 because my parents still do it <laughs> listen this is what really pro I, I have a friend who um has said like like if you're there and you're doing something with your kid and your kids sure. in the next, okay that makes sense like here's the dorm room that's great and i love right. seeing all these dorm rooms by the way which oh uh, hello wait, wait. Um, i'm gonna send you some people to follow on instagram because they're months. like stars um could y'all come do my room please right um but i have a friend who would share 
pictures from her daughter's sorority mixers. And that just, I have okay. to wonder. Um, yeah. But look, really, this is, listen, Kate, this is the one that really put me over the top this week. Was a friend who had, her timeline had just been full of pictures of her daughter's beautiful wedding. Like, you know, a month ago. Beautiful sure. wedding. And then she shared uh -huh. a picture of her daughter's first day of school. Like as a teacher? No, she's a junior in college. I'm I'm sorry. I have to draw the line there. <laughs> I mean, I wish there was a cutoff. I, I'm going to say, I if wish. you said most recently shared pictures of their wedding, you cannot then share their first day of school picture. I'm sorry. No. Well, and I, wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I almost did it this morning. My nephew is the captain of his crew team, co-captain yeah. of his crew team. And they posted that on Instagram and I almost shared it to my stories this morning. I would have, but I had already shared it back in the fall. So I really am not judging. I'm just saying. I am. I think I we, am. We need to think about. I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> For a lot of reasons. I'm <laughs> judging. Not you necessarily. I feel like if it's high school stuff, they still live under your roof. They're still your kids oh. to be proud of. But yep. if we're married, it's time to move on. And here's my thought on the whole thing is that sure you can be proud of your kid uh, uh, till they die. I, I love I love that. I love that. And However, beyond. And beyond. It's time for you to find some things to do for yourself. <laughs> like tell me what your life is like. Your kid can post for themselves once they're married or older and out of college. If they want the world to know, they'll post about it. But or maybe why don't you share what you're doing? And if you're not doing anything, then maybe you should find something. <laughs> also, the whole change in bid day has really got me thinking. Like when we had a friend of mine and I were talking about it actually just yesterday. Like when we had bid day, we got our little jersey. Mm -hmm. We ran around all the fraternity houses mm -hmm. and did our cheer. Mm -hmm. And then we went to like an alumni's house and had yep. a barbecue. And then the next night we had our bid night party or whatever. I'm here to tell you, if my mama had been at my bid day, oh, I don't, I, I probably would have gone home with her because they gave us the ugliest pink Pepto-Bismol pink <laughs> t-shirt. My colors a blush and bad. <laughs> stick figures on the back oh, stop. that said you'd smile too if you were a new family and told me i had to wear it to school the next day and listen i didn't have time to wash it which means i broke out in hives from yep. wearing it and also i was really trying to pull my weight with in my great books classes to show these people that I was not just some that silly little preppy child. Right. And then I had to show up in my youth smile too, if you were a new family shirt. And I really lost a lot of credibility. So I may have gone home with my mama had yeah. she been at my bed day. Yeah, I don't, I mean, again, I don't know. It's just a different generation. It is very different. Very, I, very different. And I think it's fun. I love seeing people with their daughters with, at their bed day. That's great. I, I just I wonder know. how I would have handled it. I, well, 
parents are very different these days. We'll just go with that. So anyway, love it. Sort of my thoughts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me? Do you want to go? Do you want me to do my baseball? Story? Do your baseball story. That'll be a great way to start our um find baseball. your find your sports section. Okay. So. Um, for those of you who didn't hear last week, I'm going to try to do a baseball story of the week to get you all interested in baseball because it's all about the stories. Um, so this week I chose a brave in Atlanta brave, which has been my team since approximately 1982. Ask me the starting lineup. I can tell you Mm -hmm. from 1982, Claudel Washington. What's up? Um, so today we're doing, (laughs) today we're doing Michael Harris, the second, who, uh, was called up by the Braves last year. He is a, an Atlanta native graduated from Stockbridge high school. His mom is a special education teacher in the Fulton County school system. Um, I believe his daddy his daddy either drove a bus or like a trash truck like it was something that he had to be up really early in the morning to do Mm -hmm. um because so Michael got drafted in 2019 and uh he he the Braves were the like one team who told him they wanted him to just be a position player he was also an excellent pitcher Mm-hmm. And most everybody else was looking at him to be a pitcher, but the Braves said, no, we want you to be a position player. So he got drafted in 2019. And then in 2020, there was no minor league baseball season because of COVID. So the poor kid didn't get to play at all in 2020. That may match um, COVID. But cranked back up in 2021, when the Braves won the World Series in 2021, he was in the stands watching. Um, and then fast forward, um, you know, what? That was in October. Fast forward to the next May, and he's playing for the Braves. So he went from the Double A wow. Mississippi, uh, Mississippi Braves, to getting called up. He won the uh, National League Rookie of the Year award last year. He just Love played it. with his pants on fire. He was amazing, and just a great kid. Um, when Jackson was having its water crisis, remember when Jackson, Mississippi, ran yes. out of water? Yeah, um, he donated twenty three thousand dollars. His number's twenty three. He he had he. I mean, and this was I think this was right. I can't remember if this was before or after he. The Braves did sign him to a long term contract after he'd been playing for like a couple of months with them. So he did get some money. It's not a huge contract, but it's a good contract. Um, but I want to say this was even before he had signed that contract. He donated tw- donated twenty three thousand dollars to Jackson to help with the water crisis. Love it. And he has already started his own foundation. It's called Catch Twenty Three, um, and it's you know so he's already working on his philanthropy arm. He's just just a great kid. And I was watching last night. They had a, a bobblehead night for him last night and the bobblehead is him holding his rookie of the year award and i was watching an interview you can find it on bally sports south on their instagram page it's kelly kroll um interviewing him and she hands him his bobblehead he sees the bobblehead for the first time and his reaction y'all was just 
priceless. He was so excited. Definitely get it. He's just he's he's like just even killed. He's really cool, but he's really funny. And so when you can get you know when you see those glimpses of it come out, yes. it's it's really fun. And he he had some injuries at the beginning of this year, um, and had a slow start, but he's back to to playing in his regular form, and he is just a joy to watch so i would encourage y'all to the next time you got a braves game on he plays center field um and he typically bats towards the end of the lineup so he typically bats ninth but ozzy albies is hurt right now and so they had moved him up in the order but he's usually batting around acuna um, unless it's the first inning so he's usually like right before Acuna right now he's batting second so he's right after Acuna so you know everybody makes a big deal about Acuna so you'll be aware that Michael Harris the second's coming up coming up when you see Acuna unless it's the first inning um so I have a question about Acuna if he are you done with Michael are we done yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I can't wait to go find that Instagram story yeah you gotta say that story um maybe if I can figure it out or if you can remember we can post it on our instagram page i will do that find your people pod look at (laughs) us being all fancy um acuna so i turned on the braves briefly the other day between games for little league and they the umpires were having a uh um glove about his glove but i never saw the conclusion of that was it pine tar did he pine tar that glove up was it sticky Apparently, there's some kind of spray. There is a stickum spray, and I think maybe he had sprayed uh, that on his glove, which is not illegal. It's, it's not. Uh, uh-uh, no. They apparently they do it all the time. Yeah, I was about to say they use stickum in just about every sport. They use it in football to make the balls catchable. I don't know. Or it may it may have been pine tar. I can't remember, but yeah, like whatever it was he had on there, it was not, it was illegal. not illegal. So there's more to that because it's always about the story. So yep. the, the um that that was the first game against the giants and the giant manager had been suspended for a game so he wasn't in the he wasn't there that night so it was the but it was the giants who pointed out to the umpires that acuna's glove was really shiny yeah so that really kind of ticked the braves off so the next night walt weiss who is our bench coach i think he's the one that took out you know they before every game for those of you who don't know before every game they it home they go to home plate and they exchange lineup cards and so uh walt weiss was the one taking the lineup card and apparently he got he let him have it during the lineup card exchange i haven't seen video of it but lots of people were talking about it and then so that was before the second game and then the third game it was just really weird the guy who is the manager for the giants is a guy named gabe kapler and he's exactly who you would think would be the manager for a San Francisco team. Like he mm. totally looks like a tech bro. He doesn't wear the full uniform. He always wears like a short sleeve hoodie, which is a, that's a piece of clothing. I don't understand, especially yeah. in Atlanta in yeah. August. Yeah. Um, but he's got these square black glasses and like, he totally looks like a tech bro. And the weirdest thing is every time he would go out to the mound, his little, I guess it's his bench goes bench coach who looks like his doppelganger would go out with him so every time they went out it was the two of them going out it was the craziest thing and finally snicker was like 
what are we What's doing? Up? Yeah, what are we and doing? And then they, they had to fix the mound. Their pitcher, like, slipped or something. So we had to spend a bunch of time fixing. It was just, the it was very, it was weird. Yeah. Was weird. So that whole series was just sort of that a weird. That was a weird, yeah. Weird. I wondered about that because I kind of came in in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, I'll ask Mandy about it on Wednesday. Love well, it. You knew it, no. Love it, love it. Um, so <laughs> I guess I'll start by I'm I'm watching the Little League World Series. If you are not watching it, the stories are fantastic. <laughs> um, this is the first time a Cuba team has been invited. They've expanded, and there's going to be a rotation of um, and I don't fully understand it. I, I need to look it up the details of it. But Cuba is in the rotation to fill the last um non america world inside mm-hmm. spot and so these little literally the little league world series is the world against america america yeah and so at the end we'll have one team from america and one team from somewhere else and when we started i kind of guessed it would be texas member because they've got those three lefty pitchers and right. they're on fire they're on fire um and i said japan but i'm changing okay because this chinese taipei team like right now they're playing curacao which is no joke curacao is a really good team home of ozzy yeah exactly top of the uh, fifth they're beating them seven to one and they've got the bases loaded yeah so i mean they're we've they've 10 run ruled several teams okay yeah Chinese, um, here they come here they come um so i'm really excited texas has played really well last night Rhode island got eliminated and this is really why i love this little series every summer is because the coach went out there and he said guys there is nothing to be ashamed of you are one of the top five teams in this country and one of the top 10 teams in the world so hold yeah. your heads high. Let's have the last half inning be the best one we've ever played and have fun. Bless their little hearts. That yeah. is exactly they ended up still losing. They got they scored a couple runs in the bottom of the six, but they and but when they lost, they were so still so excited. They were smiling and laughing. Um, of course, some of them were, you know, disappointed in their performances. The little pitcher was a little upset, but they, you know, it's the coaches being so positive and lovely, and these children just are living their best lives. And so that's part of just why I love it. Did we talk last week about the uh, ESPN Daily podcast? Um, I think it was on ESPN Daily that had gone back and revisited that moment last year where the uh, pitcher hit a kid in the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then was so like, and the, the kid, the batter was fine. He went to first yeah. base, but the pitcher was still so shaken up that the kid went to the mound and gave him a hug. Yeah. God and now love. they're like best friends Yeah, so from sweet. different parts of the country, but they, you know, they're good friends. They spent most of the last tournament doing interviews about that moment. Right. Um, and I think because they spent so much, so, so much extra time together, they became good friends. Yeah. That was um, so sweet. Which is. And then did you, great. did you watch the Phillies and Nationals game on Sunday? 
did I? They were. Did you watch the Phillies go to the Philadelphia <laughs> to the Pennsylvania teams game? I shared. I shared that on our find your. Oh, people there. Were, I thought so. Yeah. So if, if you missed it, the Philadelphia Phillies were playing in the Little League World Series, and the team that's from Pennsylvania that's in the Little League World Series. It's Media. not far from that stadium. And so they were so excited. Those guys were just thrilled. It, it was, was Bryce Harper and Bryce Trey Harper Turner. Get enough. Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber were the Phillies sitting in the stands. Just Bryce Harper's like, I got chill bumps when the kid got a <laughs> hit. I mean, it was so awesome. I know, I know. And the other thing I loved about the Phillies Nationals game was all the fun bats that the major league players had. Like Bryson Stott had one that looks like a number two pencil. Yes. Bryce Harper had one that had the Philadelphia Philly, like their mascot yes. on it. Like, and then I also saw the day that Nick Cassianos from the Phillies, um, he had his custom bat that he used. Mm -hmm. He had those made, one made for each of the boys, I think on that media team, that team from Philly. Love it. Uh, and it sent those to them. Isn't that cool? So that's why it's just such a great little thing and it gets me through the summer and ready for football yeah. um because it is really about the stories and it's about these kids and the other thing i like that i'm coming around to because we now have that pitch clock is that it's only six innings and yeah. the games right go really fast um which is different than major league games used to be so um you can watch four games in an afternoon and yep. you cannot do that in the major league. God, no. no. No, you can't. Although it is a lot faster. Yes. Yes, yes. It is. It is. Definitely. Um. So now it's nine to one. So that, I mean, this little, I'm telling you, this Chinese Taipei team. Look out, y'all. Katie's calling it. Look out. Look out. Um. Because football season is coming up, the next thing I, I was going to talk to y'all about uh, and see, Mandy, if you had been following this at all, is our new coach at Auburn is Hugh Freeze. And I'm, I'm coming around to Hugh Freeze. See you this year? First, yeah, this is his first year. Okay. I'm really, I was really concerned We'll get into that for a second. So last season, we fired who um, some like to call the potato because he was from Idaho, um, Brian Harson, um, mid-season. Never heard of him. He was from Idaho. That's where he coached was Idaho. And he was very successful there on that blue field. Um, but it is a long hop, jump, and a skip from Idaho to the SEC. I don't even know what conference that Idaho's in anyway big something um and so he was not very successful for a lot of reasons um but potato I've uh, got the can with several games left and he got mashed he did get mashed one of his assistants the one thing he did do right was he hired an Auburn man because he was not as one of his assistants and it was the running back the very famous running back oh okay now i do remember the end like i remember yes. seeing him being very excited on the sidelines yes yeah, so cadillac williams yeah cadillac. 
uh, got that nickname when he was little because he can run fast. Well, he still can because when he got excited on the sidelines, he would run faster than the running back to go get in the end zone. Yes, I do remember and watching that. That was he's fun. Precious. He has the cutest little family, these sweet little boys. He was so excited. He was the first black um, coach for Auburn. Um, he was a great recruiter just a godly man he was just the you know upstanding he was never gonna do <laughs> what these other men have that have preceded him have done you freeze uh, was at Ole Miss right you freeze was at Ole Miss and okay. I say all that about Cadillac um for two reasons first because he's a precious angel that should be protected in this world <laughs> and second um because i as an Auburn fan, a lifelong Auburn fan, and I know this is not going to be a popular opinion, with all the terrible uh, seasons that we have had, I would have been thrilled with Cadillac as our head coach this year. I don't think you were um, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have been thrilled. He didn't have the coaching experience to jump to SEC head coach. He will eventually. Um, I would have been thrilled with a losing season with Cadillac Williams as our coach. Yeah yeah um he renews my excitement and faith in auburn football fortunately he freeze kept him on because he's smart um but um he freeze while he was at all miss had a little issue and got released from his contract um, because he was super smart and was um, looking for escort services on his work computer listen i mean so the the um, the meme, my favorite quote that I say it all the time still was that we went from Cadillacs to escorts. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way you want to move. No, and I'm look. Do I believe in redemption? Yes. Do I think he went to Liberty University, one of the most conservative? <laughs> <laughs> if for a reason. Yes, I think he did that on purpose. I think he went there to rehabilitate his little self. Isn't How that well? where, um, yeah, isn't that, isn't that where, um, oh, yeah, the, the son of the preacher who also <laughs> used to, there's a documentary about it, yes. Okay, sorry, anyway, yeah, so that's where he coached football. <laughs> Is he a great coach? Yes. Is he a great recruiter? Yes. Here's why I'm still not totally unfrozen and still lukewarm about he freeze is I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. How yep. long are you going to last until you need an escort? Listen, as a I hope he's rehabilitated. I hope his wife has not stayed for nothing, but as a graduate of Coughlin County high school. Oh yeah. Where, uh, they hired old um oh gosh what's his name the guy that was uh the coach of hoover high school in yep. birmingham yep. they did two a days and then after all that came out it turns name. out he had a, a whole nother family yep um on the side and my high school hired him in spite of that and as diana mayhall the choir director at hoover high school told my dad he can take that. See those chairs? See those folding chairs sitting there? He can take them and make them into a winning football team. But he is yeah. not a good person. Right. And hey, oh, guess what? Yeah. Guess who got fired? 
yeah. after he won a several state championships. And that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> that so, we're going to be right you. back where we were. I mean, there have been rumors for years. I'm not, not that anybody of any substance listens to this that would sue me, but <laughs> there have been rumors for years about several of our fairly recent head coaches doing the exact same thing. Right. And they are no longer there. So, I don't know. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Do I like him? Yeah. Do I think he's going to be great? Yes. Rush um, Probst. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Probst. Yep. I remember that story. Um. So I, I'm really excited. What <laughs> it took me a minute to realize all this stuff about flipping recruits and oh, so and so is coming and they got a five star and we took him away from Alabama, Georgia, whatever. The That's transfer funny. portal. That's for next year. That's not for this year. So okay. this year may stink too. Okay. We'll, well see. Listen, I we'll wish y'all see. I wish y'all luck. Thank you. We do uh, have a starting quarterback instead of three. So that okay, gives good. me a little bit of hope. That's good. Yep. Um, the other thing that I think you will have more of opinion on, um, because you will maybe have seen this nonsense, is Lane Kiffin dressing dressing up in pink and singing all the Ken songs on social media. <laughs> speaking of old myths i mean i'm it there's a i'll try to find it and put it on our instagram as well it's a video of him in a golf cart going from one place on the field to another sing in a pink shirt singing i'm just ken which i'm sure was his 25 year old new girlfriend's <laughs> idea not his i can't i can't say that it you know based on what i know about lane kiffin and having seen the barbie movie i can't really say that i disagree with that characterization right <laughs> totally on the it's a little too on the it nose a little little on the nose little on the nose. the nose it's on the nose yeah yeah well um yeah i, I will tell you that uh yeah i grew up a big sec football fan mm-hmm my mom was a Georgia fan. My dad was an Alabama fan. Oh, so, how does that work? Not yeah. well. Well, and then when we lived in Birmingham, my aunt and uncle lived there, and she, my aunt was an Auburn fan. So listen, it was real interesting around yep. our house. Um, yep. But, and then my sister went to Vanderbilt, which, you know, we, we get really excited when Vanderbilt wins a game. Although, you know, they've been doing better recently. Look, um, I'm here for it. But so I'm just sort of, I don't know if agnostic is the right uh, term for how I feel about college football. Like I'm right. just, I'm just glad for everybody to not end up with a traumatic brain injury. Sure. And I get to eat my sausage right tail dip. Look, I, definitely. I, I mean, I, I'm definitely doing a big breakfast for the first college game day, um, which is not this Saturday, but the next. Okay. Um, Talk about stories. That's why I watch college game. Day. Exactly. It's for Lord. the stories. I cry at least once. There's still that, that one where they did at the woman who put her head on the chest of the man who got her kid's heart oh and my, a heart transplant like right. that one. I'll Ugh. never recover from that one. Last year, the big one was one of, um, maybe it was Ohio State, some of it was red. Wisconsin, maybe. Nebraska, I mean, not Wisconsin. I think it was Ohio. Anyway, one of their one of the players his sister died of leukemia and they showed that sweet baby girl without hair and i just wept a thousand tears like for weeks they showed that same uh right they they like to push that button once they find it 
Yep. 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 So um, I'm sure during football, we're going to have, um, I'm going to have a lot to say about Vern. No, Vern is retired. Gary Danielson. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to have a lot to say about that. Um, but that'll, that'll be fun later on. I can complain about all that, but I'm really excited. It, it makes Good. the fall so fun. Good. Good. And I'm, I'm watching baseball. There'll be plenty to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, Holly. yeah so the cubs are now my secondary team right dansby got traded and yes. uh, we have loved dansby since his vanderbilt days um how are they they're they there they were not doing well they went through a real bad period right before the all-star break but they have come back and they are now in the wild card race. Like they mm-hmm. might make it to October baseball. Listen, this is I exciting. The Braves are like in October. Very baseball. exciting. So we're not worried about that. So it's been fun to have somebody to watch that's on the edge. So I love it. I love keep it. On keeping on cubbies. Did so you talk see... to me? Oh, wait, go ahead. Well, I was about to say, did you see the two teams that are going to play in the Little League World Series um, Major League game next year? The Yankees and Detroit. Detroit Tigers. Yeah. That's who's playing the Cubs right now. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, Okay. So tell me about your cemetery work. (laughs) Well, I've been waiting to hear this one. (laughs) The show notes says cemetery work. Why do I commune with the dead so much? (laughs) So about 20 years ago, Gogi called me my grandmother gogi called a good family by the way you're not just a family you're a good family so loving our bond yep like a good family gogi called me she said you need i need you to come with me to the cemetery i said okay i thought i was gonna help her rose hill yeah no we're riverside we're not cool enough to be we're not that old we're oh you might be going to see mary mary and martha no no well they're in riverside and i pass them oh, okay every time. yep i okay. pass them every time and say love in our bond so um, Gogi called me said let's go I thought I was going to like trim bushes and stuff oh no 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 we get there and Gloria McAfee Wynn says to me Katie um I'm just gonna tell you right now when I die you're in charge of the cemetery <laughs> this was a long time ago I said Gogi you're gonna live forever I really truly believe she was she was this matriarch this strong-willed beautiful woman who anyway but as everything does life happened and so when she passed away i thought oh gosh now i have to take care of the cemetery so she told me where everybody was that day she told me when to put the reeds out for christmas what to do because morris my granddaddy has a flag on his he's the only one with anything extra because we don't do extra we're very regimented and very proper. No fake flowers. Um, huh? No fake flowers. No fake flowers. No fake. She did, really didn't want any flowers, but no fake flowers because people leave them and then they look terrible. Oh, they look. This is so true. anytime I put anything out there, I always make sure I take it back before it looks bad. Anyway, so she showed me all this. I'm like, you're going to live forever. I'm never going to remember all this. She goes, yeah, you will. So when she passed away, of course, I went, great. So when we um, took, um, when we divided everything up, took her house apart, which is a whole nother 
anyway trauma um i got the one of the first things i got was the cemetery wreaths so they're currently in my basement it's the only thing she ever asked me to do so um, because she had been so much older and couldn't really take care of the cemetery like she had it it was really overgrown and stuff so now um it's not terrible and i don't mind doing it and i would do it a thousand times over but i pay somebody (laughs) at a girl well you're not there anymore either well and this you look it's macon and riverside cemetery is now going to contract not with a private company to cut everything but with the city so the it's never going to get done right so i'm just paying somebody to do it which is great he does a great job if you're listening you're from macon and you want some information i'm your girl (laughs) um he did a beautiful job it was very gogi it would have been gogi approved but when I did that, I thought, I mean, if I'm doing these, because it's okay, it's a lot of people. It's not just my grandparents, it's my grandparents. And then this is where we should do a whole thing on my family tree because it doesn't branch a lot. So three sisters married three brothers. Oh, that was my great grandmother and great grandfather. And two of her siblings married three Mac, three Montgomery sisters, three McAfee brothers. So it's my grandparents and then their Gobi's parents <laughs> and all all of those plus the Fortson sister, which is a McAfee. So I've got this whole row. I thought, well, if I'm gonna do all this and I'll post some pictures so you can see the fun. If I'm gonna do all those, I might as well just do everybody. So the rest of my family is across the interstate, which you will know what that means. It's over by the Acme Paint Company. Yep. And so it's Morris's parents, Morris's sister, and my dad's parents. So there are three over there. And so okay. I put cemetery rates out. I do all of those. So when talk to me about so I know like I remember my my grandmother, my mother's mother grew up in North Alabama, Phil Campbell, Alabama. Love and it. I can remember, and Jason Isbell wrote a song about it, um, Decoration Day, which yep. was like Memorial Day. Yes. And I can remember going to do that like maybe once in my life that we went to Phil Campbell for Decoration Day. Right. Um so when do you put these wreaths out at well Christmas? so my rhythm of the cemetery is a little different than that so i make sure mars has a new flag it well i keep some in my car so anytime i go to macon i whip through the cemetery see if the rain has gotten the flag where it's not appropriate and change it out but okay. i always make sure he has one for july 4th because that's when he was shot down and so he always has a new flag out for that did he die on July 4th or did he survive? He survived. Okay, good. So July, it was actually July 3rd. He was shot down. He was captured July 4th. That's a whole, okay. I'll, yeah, that's we'll tell like that story one that. We'll come back to that. Really, really good story. So then um, I put the read, the Christmas reads out. These are Christmas reads, ma'am. Christmas okay. reads. So we have non-Christmas from Davis Reeves. Wholesale Florist. Yes, of course. Cemetery reads with christmas bows okay but so talk to me about what a cemetery wreath is is this a designated thing well yes because you can go okay so i'm a you can 
if you're from Macon, you're either a Hornbuckles girl or a Davis girl, right? And I'm a Davis Wholesale Florist girl. And they sell, anytime you give flowers at a, at a funeral, they'll put them on a stand, right? Right. So he sells those stands. Okay. And so I get Christmas wreaths, small Christmas wreaths, and put them on those cemetery stands. tripod metal stands right. and put them in the ground. And then I put a red bow on them. And so, but the only time these wreaths are out are around Christmas. Yes, they go okay. after Thanksgiving, and they okay. come down um, on my. Now I have to do it on my way out of town, and people have offered to do it for me, and that's very sweet. But that is literally the only thing my grandmother ever asked me to do, Got and it. so I take it uh, that very seriously, and so I do it myself. So they're in the basement right now, anxiously awaiting Thanksgiving. So the other day I was like, you know, there is another, you know, my people are not from Macon. We're not in Rose Hill. My people are in Milledgeville. So the next time I go to Milledgeville, I'm going to bring those relatives into the fold. Katie. Well, I mean, if I'm you're overwhelmed it, by your dedication. Well, if you're going to do it, I'm probably not going to do wreaths for them, but I at least need to get the headstones cleaned. Because I promise you it's been more than 25 years since you they've done that. And they're, it's not expensive. You only do it every 20 or so years. It's not a big deal. But, like, I need to at least go find. Because one of them's my namesake. One of them's Catherine Rogers. And so I need to go. Because Gogi did it. I need to make sure I'm bringing them into the fold. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And That's some it. of them didn't have children. So there's nobody else to take care of them. Oh, I'm I'm real impressed. Um, I don't know if it's I'm, impressive or crazy. No, I'm real impressed, and I uh, I'm real glad my mama wants to be cremated. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, so the last time, so my grandparents <laughs> are buried in Fitzgerald. Yeah. And I mean, they bought their headstones. I think when I was in middle school, and then mm. neither one of them died. Like Papa died. Like I had graduated from law school. I was in my thirties before both my grandparents died. So those headstones have been out there for a long time. Yep. Um, but now we never get back to Fitzgerald because, you know, it's not like you go to Fitzgerald for anything other than to see Nanny and Paul. Yep. Um, but so I did have to go probably three years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, because I had to go anyway, long story, dealing with the title to my grandmother's car. And so I actually had to go to Fitzgerald to the office there. And yep. I stopped by uh, the cemetery just on my way out of town. And the fake flowers that were in there looked awful. So I did pull those out. I didn't put any more in there. And also, Katie, when I was standing at the foot of my grandmother's grave, all of a sudden my foot like mm -hmm. fell in and there was like a hole. And I was pretty sure Nanny was trying to grab me to bring yep. me down in there with her because trust me, that is something she would do. Yeah um but did I follow up on that no I did not um nor have we done anything since then so I'm real impressed with your dedication well, look, to this endeavor so the the I guess it's the upside <laughs> the benefit to this that Gogi told me and told the rest of the family and bequeathed to me is that there is a plot that is vacant that I will be buried you're in. gonna have so yeah. you want to be buried you don't want to be cremated I do but I I don't know I that's well, a whole, be look, and we can buried. talk about my estate it's a whole thing being you know what Yogi said to me was you're still you're single 
when you die, you can have the one spot that's left. <laughs> gotcha. It's Thanks, one of those. Guys. It's Thanks. one of those. Yep. But I would, I don't know. There's something about, I've been thinking a lot about legacy lately. So there's something about having a headstone. Well, thing I would want, but you don't actually have to put me in the ground. So my mom has always said she wanted to be cremated. And then when I was a sophomore, the summer after my sophomore year in college, my um, high school boyfriend, we had been broken up for about a year. He was killed in a car accident. Mm -hmm. And that summer I would go to the cemetery every afternoon and after my mom saw that, she was like, I don't know. I'm really, I saw how much that helped you grieve yeah. Yeah. that I'm really sort of rethinking. Like, I feel like maybe you'll need a place to go. And I was like, I'll be fine, mama. I'll be fine. <laughs> maybe I'll just carry you with me. It'll be and fine. It's, it's more for my own peace of mind than anything else in this world. It has nothing to do with anybody. Like my nephew's not going to care. And my niece right. not care. But I don't know it's just something about having your name somewhere yeah permanent i don't know but again i'm i'm gonna be with jesus i'm not gonna care they can do whatever the heck they want um, but i just thought it was interesting that that was it was so important to gogi and i think it was a generational thing that yeah. she was willing to give one of the very few family plots that were left to me in exchange for taking care of this well, listen, if I survive you, I'll make sure your wreath is tip top post Thanksgiving to New Year's. You can count on me if I'm alive. Well, I think we're going to be in the nursing home together. So, I mean, we well, might I've be, already, I've been working for years that. with a couple of friends on our um, cocktail uh, recipe book that we're going to be served when, you know, our Golden Girls Right. Cocktail recipe book. So listen, my dream. I feel sure you can make and, some contributions to that, <laughs> honey. I got one called the um seminarian. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, ah, my dream is because you know even my friends that are married are going to outlive their husbands. I can already tell. Is like to buy a piece of property somewhere with a lake on it, and all of us have little tiny houses all around, and we just come out and or go to each other's houses or have like a communal space when it gets hot where we can go and just have adult beverages and laugh at each other i like it sign me up yep let's do it sign me up friend so uh, that that's my week and my thoughts on life these days i have been i, I got some pictures of the cemetery and i thought i bet mandy would love miss estate planner would love to know what my job in the family is listen <laughs> deal with the cemetery so there okay, we you go. got you got me singing decoration day i know right I know. luckily for y'all i'm singing it in my head and not out loud well you can um, sing better than i can so there we go um, i'm super excited about your favorites i'm gonna i'm taking these show notes i'm gonna there's one of them i'm gonna deal with right now so you okay, go ahead and start and then um i can't wait to hear all about it uh speaking of um Sorry, we just had a three-run home run by the Detroit. Oh, four run! It was a grand slam. Oh, oh no! No! Oh no! High game, bottom of the six. Sorry. Um, speaking of adult beverages, you know, I've been doing Whole Thirty 
Um, so I have not been able to partake in any adult beverages. So I've been drinking a lot of kombucha, which even though it has some, um, uh, technically has like alcohol in it cause it's fermented. Right. Um, it's still 38 approved. And I found one that is quite delightful. It's made by health aid, not healthcare. Um, health dash aid, A-D-E, okay. like lemonade, but it's health aid. Okay. And it is the mint lime aid flavor. And do you, do you can you purchase it like Publix and stuff? Yes, yeah. I got this at Whole Foods, but I think okay. I think they do sell health aid at uh Publix. Okay. Um or may have gotten it in my Walmart delivery because listen, I love a good Walmart delivery. Um so it may have been that even. But I will tell you that my first thought upon taking a sip of it was this would be delightful with some rum. Yeah. Um I saw mint and lime, and I was like, add a little rum, we're good to go. So if you kind of want a shortcut uh, mojito, and then you can tell yourself you're also getting the benefit, the health benefits of some fermentation, get you some health aid mint lime kombucha. I'm really excited. Um, I've got, you're not the first person in my world to kombucha, and I have, you know, I'm not really a fad kind of girl, but I think that this is good it's good for you right it does yeah, all the good things yeah it's got all it's like you know all those health benefits of fermented uh so it's like i think it's supposed to help with like gut health and all that i really almost exclusively drink it when i'm doing whole 30 but i like it when i'm when i'm drinking okay. it um i'm definitely gonna try that and then this one while i'm doing whole 30 i've been mixing it because it's a little strong on its own but i mix it with just a, a lime sparkling water okay and it's delicious so i recommend that um the other another thing that i is my favorite is there's a twitter account at kenzie which is k-e-n-z-i and it's kenzie an idiot so k-e-n-z-i-a-n-i-d-i-o-t okay i'll put that in the show notes too definitely that's the girl's Twitter account. And she started, uh, I can't remember now, maybe back in, I can't remember if it was this December or the December before. Her dad goes to, he meets his friends at a bar every Friday. But before he goes, he prepares a list of discussion topics for his friends while they're at their happy hour on Friday. So this was, so yeah, it was in, December of 2022 is when she first started sharing it. And he literally, like, he types it up. It says 12 1 2022 agenda. Kind of like and our then, And then on this list was Jordan Love, World Cup, China and Russia, after Christmas party with the boys, and general discussion. And so every week she shares her dad's list and the thought, the fact that this man like sits down before he goes to meet with his boys, uh, like here's one, the most recent one, field trip up North fishing, zoo a la carte, grass recovery after recent rains, brewers run support, natural gas leak, attending our children's friends' weddings, Age and sore body parts, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Same. 
be careful out there boys see you soon it is just the most delightful i love it the fact that she shares it is great but the fact that he is like coming up yeah. with this agenda every week just delights me to no end so that's that brought me some joy this week um brent cobb or do you know brent cobb do i know brent cobb i did not I've, that's the one i have already gone online and put and added it to my um apple music so brent cobb is a good south georgia boy um fantastic. i love his music his daddy actually uh his daddy sings um okay but he's his real job is you know making money job I can't remember if it's if he's an electrician or a carpenter, but like he helped my friend Lee. She was redoing her kitchen, mm-hmm. and Brent and she lives in America. And Brent Cobb's daddy was the one I'm like doing. So like, oh yeah, and apparently he's saying I think Daddy's uh still like he still has a band and like he sings at Booger Bottom at um Lake Blackshire. Um, but so like Brent's just good salt to the earth, South Georgia boy um and his favorite album of mine so far has I love been that we just breeze right on past booger bottom booger, booger bottom so all of you non-south georgia people that are listening to this podcast that's a real place it's a it's a booger bottom it's a basically like a dive bar but they have good burgers too yeah, and it's on like black share great burgers. you can boat up or you can drive up it's yeah. great um but yeah, so uh, my favorite album has probably been Providence Canyon. Mm-hmm, that's a have good you one. ever been to Providence Canyon? Mm-mm. Nor have I. How has that been the case? We, look, we should, we at, need we to should make, start a list. Right. We need to go to Providence Canyon. We do. Um, but on that album, there's a song called Providence Canyon. There's a song, um, Ain't a Road Too Long. Mm-hmm. A song, Come Home Soon. Mm-hmm. It's like never thought i'd be so far from georgia it's one of the lines in the song but like i just i love brent cobb but he's been making the rounds um this past week because he's got a new album coming out and he did the silliest little video um and lots of people have been all about it hold on i can't remember the name there's of the song one now. song no there are three songs already out on apple if you've got itunes yeah southern star patina and when country came something around when country came back i think okay um and that so and again y'all should look at his instagram um he dresses up like an old man with long gray hair and he has on a mel tillis uh trucker cap and he's like reading quote-unquote reading a story to his kids but it's the he name drops all these great country artists new country artists yeah and not like florida georgia line country artists but like Sturgill and you know jason like those guys yeah um in this song and it's so he's been getting a lot of traction with that it's not my favorite song of those three that i've listened to like it's it's fine and it's cute but that i i love brent cobb and i really like his music so yes I would highly recommend that folks check him out. His cousin is Dave Cobb, who is the super producer who's produced like Chris Stapleton albums mm. and Jason Isbell albums and that Sturgill album that had all the brass in it. Um, so that was yeah, so different and so great. I love it. And Dave grew up in Savannah. So 
they're both good georgia boys love it um, and actually there's a podcast episode i'll see if i can find it so you can link that too where dave interviews brent and they talk about their childhood which is really fun so um and then sort of the last thing i was gonna that was sort of my favorite this week is friends offering to help mm. so i am currently administering an estate that is a goat rodeo and one of the things i have to deal with are three storage units that are chock full like i opened the door and couldn't walk in any of them mm -hmm. because they are so full wow and that is so not in my wheelhouse right. and i had two friends two separate friends who were both like oh my gosh i'll help you and i was like what that is not necessary like, right right like i would never like it's like no but they were both dead serious and huh. just the you know the fact that they don't hate it helps but the fact that they sure. still are just like immediately offering and it reminds me uh my friend and former boss leah told me once she's like you know what we all need at least one friend who it doesn't matter when you call and say i need a favor before you even ask what it is they say yes yep absolutely and she said so you need to be that kind of friend too because you know what they say you have yep. to be a friend to have a friend. have a friend and that also reminded me my friend lane uh asked her to help me witness some wills one time and her response was thank you for thinking of me oh, so I've gone to nursing homes with my friend julie magda who i'm sure you know Julia to witness signatures yeah on wills but how about that when somebody asks you to yeah. do something for them yeah. your response is thank you thank for you. thinking of me because listen for people like me I don't know if there's a meme going on right now that it's like something about asking for help and it's a guy who's got the front part of a sofa on a rolling desk chair <laughs> and he's holding the back and yeah. if that doesn't personify yeah. Mandy Caldwell I don't know what does i hate to ask for help so the fact that somebody would respond to me asking with thank you for thinking of thank me so i just much. i know so anyway those, I love those, are that. My, those are my favorite things i love that that is so true so true yeah um, makes it easier for people to ask for help when that's how you yes. approach it, it reminds me of something we said offline last week that i have been thinking about all week that being a single girl at our age, we are no one's priority. Mm -hmm. So to have somebody say to you, of course I will. Thank you so much for asking is revolutionary. Right. It really is. It really is. So, yep. 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 So anyway. All right, friends. Look at us doing another episode we're so fun i haven't said that in a while so i'm gonna say it again we are so fun we are so fun y'all um i appreciate everybody that's listening um we've had several and i appreciate you very much absolutely next week um mandy doesn't know it yet but i think i want to start that whole name game because i have a really funny story that goes with it so um we'll talk about that and get that ready for you next week for fun um college football player names okay because they're out there man wow they they're out there parents are crazy <laughs> and um we'll um talk more baseball 
and we'll know who wins the little league world series by then and all the fun stuff with that and how the braves and the cubs are doing mandy will keep us posted and it is my turn to do favorites and i'm not sure what i'm gonna do yet but i can't wait you never know wait cemetery reads what might be where to find them Oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, All right, Fred. All right, Fred. You're the best. I love you. I don't care what Brooke says, you're the best.